Santa sets up a fantastic automatic toy factory on Mars. For real space-age fun, you'll be out of this world when... Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Oh, yes. Christmas is fantastic in the morning. And Christmas is fantastic in the evening. But Christmas is the most fantastic in the afternoon. Welcome to episode 138 of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast. And it only happens to be our special 2015 Christmas episode. We'll be bringing you half an hour of festive fun with the help of some Whitecaps players and coaches. So Christmas is a time for giving, it's a time for receiving. It's a time for joy, it's a time for happiness, reflection, spending time with your families. But let's be honest... It's all about the presents. And a running feature we're going to have during this episode of the podcast is focused on presents. We're going to speak to a number of players and managers in the Whitecaps just to ask them what their favourite ever football-related Christmas present was that they ever received. And if they had the choice this year, what would be their ideal football-related Christmas present that they find under the tree? So we're going to kick things off with the, the two coaches... Whitecaps first team coach Carl Robinson and WFC2 coach Alan Koch. So let's hear from them now as they tell you their favourite football Christmas presents. I wish it could be Christmas every day Cause I'd get lots of lovely Christmas presents every day Looking back, childhood or when you were grown up, what was the best football related Christmas present you ever got? Ooh. Every year I seem to get shoot annuals, match annuals. Uh, I just ordered a pile of scorcher annuals from well, okay. a place in the UK, <laughs> so they're all coming over. Soccer kits, uh, football kits and things like that. But probably what I always look forward to most and I got every year was a, a Man United dressing gown and a Man United pair of slippers. Every year. Ah. So I, I was very happy with that because my father was a big Man United fan. And if you could pick one football related gift to get under the stocking this year, what would you want? Oh, well, I would say Man United uh, dressing gown and uh, slightly MLS ring. I would say, there you go, MLS ring. Maybe a, a book of Pep Guardiola or Alex Ferguson, who's been one of the best managers, our be- the best managers around to learn off them because my, my job is, is very hard and I need to learn as much as I can. And I think having an insight to what they've done or the ideas that they've had over a number of years to try and help me in my career moving forward then would be something that would be most benefit to me okay if you think back mainly I guess to your childhood what would you say is the best football related Christmas present you've ever received 
Oh, good question. Uh, football's been in my, in my life, my entire yeah. life. So, um, it's a great question. Paris, I'm an Arsenal fan. I remember as a kid getting an <laughs> Arsenal jersey. So, my dad's an Arsenal fan too. So, that probably played a part of it. I remember in South Africa getting a miniature Coca-Cola soccer ball. Um, that was a pretty... It's a small little thing, but it's the thought that counts. Obviously, yeah. it was it was a little football. So it's the little things like like that that stick in yeah. your head. Um, yeah, those are probably the two that come to to mind. I can I can picture the old Arsenal jersey, uh, and I can picture the small little Coca Cola soccer ball. So those if, are probably the two. If you were to get a football related gift under the tree this year, what would mm-hmm. you ideally love? Um, points uh, for our first team. <laughs> points for us would be would be great. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess every manager in, in football uh, hopes for a striker. They're obviously uh, it's a position where uh, money talks, yeah. uh, obviously. Um, and we're trying to work with some young players to bring them through, and we're looking at a couple other prospects too. So I think as a first team, we we want to score more goals, and I think in the USL we want to score more goals too. So uh, I would say the right striker for the club would be a fantastic uh, Christmas present. That's great. Thanks so much, Alan. Awesome. We'll see you next year. Cool. Thanks, Mike. thanks. Cheers. So Carl Robinson and Alan Koch there talking about their favourite football-related Christmas presents. And the music you heard to introduce that segment, Frank Sidebottom, pretty sure you're going to be sick of it by the time this podcast comes to an end. So as we all know, the Whitecaps are a multicultural football team. Players from all over the world, so many countries, so many continents. And with that, of course, comes a variety of different Christmas traditions. So we caught up with a a couple of the guys just to find out what Christmas is like for them in their country. So we're going to hear from Myra Rosales talking about some of the Christmas festive traditions back home in his native Argentina. And then going over the water to Europe, we're going to hear from WC2 player Victor Blasco. And he's going to share with us some memories and some of the festive traditions from Spain. So here is Christmas Around the World. What's Christmas like in Spain? Because oh, obviously it's, it's like, we know it's like hot and everything. So mm-hmm. like, what kind of things do you do? What traditions do you have? Mm-hmm. Just what's it like? Uh, well, we celebrate. Uh, I think it's the same here. Uh, but I, we, we call it Papa Noel Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah uh, Santa, and, then, yeah. and then we have uh, like the, the most traditional thing is uh, we have like this three kings thing that is... Uh, I don't know if they call the same here, Baltasar, uh, Melchor. I heard about that. Yeah, so I actually don't remember what date it is because I'm really bad with that, but uh should be around January 7th, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's the day that everyone, like all the little kids, are expecting their presents and like the three kings went to the house and it's a very nice day. Sadly, the, the next day is when the high school starts again. Oh. So <laughs> I, I remember that. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited to go to Spain, but uh, on the other hand, I'll have to be training every day because I got to be flying for precision. Yeah. So. Uh, the, all the kind of food that we used to get in uh, Christmas, uh, asado or type of uh, meats, and uh, 
call entries and uh, this kind of stuff is just what we we get us for Christmas. It's different because our tradition is different than uh, North America because there is summer. It's always fun to kind of hear how Christmas is celebrated just all over the different places in the world. Everyone's got their own traditions. Everyone listening to this podcast is going to have their own traditions as well. Hope you've all had some fun doing your Christmas traditions this year. And then depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're all looking forward to opening your Christmas presents. Or I hope you've all had fun opening your Christmas presents. So I think that brings us nicely to our next Christmas presents feature. And this time we're going to hear from two of the centre-backs. Tim Parker and Kendall Waston. Talking about their favourite football-related Christmas presents. I wish it could be Christmas every day Cause I'd get lots of lovely Christmas presents every what is the best football-related Christmas present that you've ever received? Being champ in back home in Saprissa. We stay champs in December, so that was the best... That was the best present. The best present ever. That's great, thanks. <laughs> Cheers. So, Tim, just wanted to ask you, what is the best football-related Christmas present you've ever received? Wow. Um... Thinking back on it, it was probably a pair of Adidas Predators that I got when I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade, I want to say. I, I never liked Adidas, I never did, but back then, they, those were like the cleats to have, so I think those are probably the best things. And if you could have your choice of a football-related present under the tree this year, what would you have? Um, I think... I think I would take the new Real Madrid jersey. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we'll see if someone gets you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy. I'd be okay. thankful. That's good. Home or away? Home. home. The home one. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, right. Tim. Thanks. Cheers. Tim Parker and Kendall Watson there talking about their favourite football-related Christmas presents. And we never got a chance to, to ask Kendall what he was hoping for under the tree this year just the, the way that that kind of quick chat had gone down. But I think sticking with the Christmas presents theme and sticking with the centre-backs theme, let's hear from another one now, Pamadou Ka, and we're also going to hear from Kikutamani in a special Gambian Christmas presents. I wish it could be Christmas every day Cause I get lots of lovely Christmas presents every day Thinking back to your childhood, or maybe when you were growing up, mm. what is the the best football-related Christmas present that you've ever received? The best ever? Oh, you get me back thinking in times, huh? Yeah. Come on, huh? As a kid, it was just just getting the ball. Just getting the ball and being able to play around. That's the best feeling ever. And if you could pick a football-related present to get under the tree this year, what would your ideal present be? Muhammad Ali. What, him himself? <laughs> or yes. Just, or just DVDs of him? No, I am a big collector of, I'm a big fan of uh, Muhammad Ali. That's my idol. 
I don't have no football related idol. Oh, awesome. That's good to know. So thank that's you my, so much. That's my idol. That's great. Thank you so much for your time, Combos. Thanks, Pa. It's coming up to Christmas time. Yes. Um, what What is the best football related Christmas present you've ever received? Uh, football related Christmas present. Um, a jersey? You're a Man United fan? Yes. Like, wh- why did you become a Man United fan? Why did I become a Man uh, Actually, it was um, the town I lived in. Um, um, eight out of ten people support Man United. Uh, it's a really famous team, you know, back in, back, back in where I'm from. And uh, I think I just, I think it's the first soccer game I've ever watched on the television. And uh, they won uh, that game. So from there, from that moment, um, I said I like this team. And my favorite color was red. And you know, you know, growing up, you see your favorite color, you like, you know. So that's how I became a Man U fan. And is that the is that the Christmas present jersey that you got? Was yes, that a, that was a Man United Man United jersey? Yeah, that's great. Pamaduka and Kikutamani there, bringing you a special Gambian chat about Christmas presents, their favourite football-related ones over the years, and what they would like to find under the tree this year. Let's hope they all got some of what they were looking for. Now for me, coming from the UK, part of Christmas was the big Boxing Day game. If you listened to episode 136 of the podcast, where we had our sit-down chat with Carl Robinson at the end of the season... Robo was talking about heading back to Wales to spend time with his family over the Christmas period and how he's looking forward to taking in some of the the Boxing Day games. Such a big thing over there and it's definitely one of the things that that I miss being over here. Not getting the chance on Boxing Day, on New Year's Day, to to go and take in a live football match. It was just something I grew up doing. Yeah, you can watch it on the TV. It's just never the same as being there in person. So if you didn't hear Robbo talking about that a couple of episodes ago, let's play that for you now. Just ask Carol, did he miss not playing at Boxing Day? Did he miss the whole buzz that goes with it? Does he miss even getting the chance to go and see the games? So here's Carol Robinson now talking about Boxing Day matches. When you were a player, you obviously played on Boxing Day and New Year's yep. Day. You've been here since 2007, was it, you came? 2007, I joined Toronto, yeah. So you've had all these years where yep. you've not been involved at Christmas. How good is it, as a family man, yeah. not to have that? Or do you miss the buzz? Because I, I love the Boxing Day games, yeah. I love the New Year's games. Yeah. I mean, do you miss it? I do. I do miss the buzz. And I go back home and I go to a game on Boxing Day because that's what I'm brought up with and I'm used to doing that and I go to a game on New Year's Day and they've changed that now and it's January 3rd or something like that I know. so it doesn't feel the same but I think they've listened to a number of people but Boxing Day is, Boxing Day is a football day you know it's and it's a family day of course it is for the people who don't like football but it's a football day for people who like football and I'm certainly a Boxing Day guy yeah I really miss it as well <laughs> So Robbo there talking about his love of Boxing Day games. And it's a kind of tradition that I guess if you're not from the UK, it's maybe a little bit bizarre watching football on Boxing Day, New Year's Day. But like I said before, that everyone that does it just has so many great memories of that time of year. 
And the Football League's actually launched a new website this year, targeting expats, and it's comehomeforfootball.com, where they're promoting over 100 games during the festive period. You can buy your tickets, you can see your club's fixtures, and just kind of capitalising on those memories that folk have, that have experienced it have and, and can go back and see the games. Of course, over the years, there's been all the talk that MLS might switch from the summer schedule to a winter schedule, which if they did that, if they went for a more traditional Europe kind of style fixture schedule, you would be having games on Boxing Day and New Year's Day. Would you like that? Would you want to go out on Boxing Day and see a football match? Definitely works in Vancouver with the, the weather we've got and the roof, since it, it looks like it's going to be a rainy Christmas this year. I'm sure the players would hate it, and it must be nice for them in general to get that time off now and not have to watch what they eat for Christmas dinner and, and everything like that. So moving away from festive fixtures, let's get back to Christmas presents. Or presents in general. And we're going to play a lovely little segment now where I'd recorded this earlier in the year for some stuff that I was doing for MLSsoccer.com around Kakutamani. And when we were just chatting, trying to find out just interesting facts for him for, for a piece that I was doing, he told this really great story about how he came to acquire his first proper pair of football boots. Up until then, he'd kind of played in a homemade pair, which he'll explain exactly what that was. And he had those homemade boots for years before he got his first pair of proper football boots, which he had for a long time. And let's just hear the story now. It's a wonderful story from Kakuta, just talking about that, what it means to him. And with so many people, kids especially, going to be getting football boots under the Christmas tree this year, I think this is kind of a very poignant story for, for this wonderful time of year. Growing up in Gambia, what was it like playing football there? Like, when did when did you first start to to play football, and what was it? Like? I know you played in the Gambian First Division. Yeah. What what was it like playing there? Uh, you know, it was great because uh, there was uh, there was literally no motivation. Um, you you gotta have it within yourself. You know, you do it for the love of the game, and um, and everybody loved the game. It was it was it was very easy for me to choose soccer as a, as a sport to play because my friends play it it was the school sport um, it was literally it was the sport you can really play so anywhere you go there's people playing in the street there's schools breaks and PE is all soccer not no no uh, not against uh, soccer and track so um, it was very easy for me to get into it but uh, it was nice you know knowing that everybody played the sport that's the sport everybody knew and it was nice to be involved in it and um, it was it's ha- it has its ups and downs, um, the negatives and positives. Uh, you know, you get a, you play the game for the love of it, but it wasn't really, you know, when I was, I played barefooted, and, you know, my dad couldn't afford um, to buy me cleats. You know, he's got he's to feed the family. Um, he's got to work uh, to feed the family, and the boots were very expensive at the time. Um, so um, that was the top part of it. I used to go buy, I remember a lot that we have... Um, um, suits that is an elastic, and I actually still see it, pictures of it, and it reminds me of that. You know, I, I I buy it. My mom will buy me that, and then I will play with it. And uh, whenever it like ripped or um, like something happened to it, I will go fix it myself. You know, we have uh, a knife, and then uh, you know hit it, 
in uh, in the charcoal, hot charcoal, and then you know we plaster it in there. And I used to do that, you know, where that I played with that throughout my you know youth. You know, going to the um, going going upwards with the academy, and then I remember my first ever cleat. Um, there was uh, a tourist that comes in town. Uh, big soccer fan, I think he's from England. Uh, so he comes in and we play like on the road. And it's like a tourist, because my town is a tourism town. And so it was like, uh, we we're like literally two minutes away from the beach. So all the tourist people, okay. yeah. So they're like on the bus. He said he was on the bus from the airport with like uh, his group. And they, they were driving down to, just like here, the road. And then there was a pitch here, it's a dirt. And we're playing and it's like, all right, you know. They were stopping the traffic lights. And he saw, he said, you know, a few minutes he saw some of the skills and technical abilities. And then he decided to walk back from the hotel to come watch because anybody can watch. And uh, so he came in and he said, you know, watch the game. After the game, he came in. He was like, I would like to sponsor you guys. It looks like it looked like you will have, you know, need, you know, a little bit of help. There was, you know, no, the balls weren't even right ones. And... But you guys managed to, you know, be able to play. And we were like, okay. And he said, I'm going back next month, but I will try to come back by the end of the year. And we take his contact and we, you know, email with him. And he came back, he brought us jerseys, cleats. You know, he brought about maybe five cleats. And he said, you guys can play. It's like the seniors and the juniors. So I will pick who the standard player to give him cleats. The five cleats, the best five players, and I was lucky uh, to be one of those five. And then that was my first cleat. I remember I was in Nike. Um, I had that uh, after the game. I just um, I grabbed the cleat. I just ran home, you know. So I was so excited. I saw to my mom, and she was like, "I will wash it for you." And uh, she washed it for me. And I said, "Mom, do not dry it outside because we don't have dryers. Because someone might take it." Oh yeah. Yeah. And then so he she, dro- she dried it uh, inside. And um, so that was my first clean. And I've had it for a long time. Cool. That's a really really nice story. So I'm sure you'll agree, a lovely story from Kikuta Mani there, just telling the story about how he got his first pair of football boots. Crazy to think just how far he's come since moving over to the States, getting adopted by his family, applying for American citizenship now, likely playing for the American national team, maybe even going to a World Cup. Such a change, such a growth from being discovered playing football in, in the streets of, a, of his hometown there back in Gambia. Just really shows you how football can just help a, a kid get on in life and, and just what it means to people really all around the world. So let's continue our journey all around the world. We're going to head off from Gambia in Africa. We're going to change continents now to South America. It's time for another one of our favourite football-related Christmas present segments. And we're heading to South America, as I said. We're going to hear from Pedro Morales, Octavio Rivero and Mauro Rosales just about some of their favourite football-related Christmas presents they've had over the years and what their ideal football-related Christmas gift that they could get under the tree this year. I wish it could be Christmas every day Cause I'd get lots of lovely Christmas presents every day 
What is the best football-related Christmas present you have ever received? ¿Cuál ha sido el mejor regalo que ha recibido que tenga que ver con el fútbol? ¿El mejor regalo? ¿El mejor, mejor regalo cómo? ¿Mejor regalo de Navidad, de, de Navidad que, te han, que te han dado ah, de futbolístico? Eh, y nada, cuando firmé, cuando firmé acá creo que fue un... Un regalo muy lindo para mí, para mi familia, y nada, creo que eso fue como Navidad, creo que fue lo más lindo que me pasó. When I signed for the White Cups, I think it was the best, my best Christmas present for me and for my family as well. And if you could pick one Christmas present, football present, to get this year, what would you ideally love? Y si pudieras elegir un regalo para esta temporada, para estas Navidades, ¿qué te gustaría poder conseguir o que te dieran? Eh, en este momento estar con mi familia. Right now to be with my family. Two fun questions in español. Favorite Navidad regalo. Mi favorito regalo. Eh, answer in English. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite uh, gift. I don't know. I think so. Uh, with my family, stay together with my family. Now maybe no es important now the gift. Uh, healthy my family, together my family, this is the, the big moment for me. When you were a small boy, favorite regalo? My favorite regalo? Uh, PlayStation? Maybe? PlayStation? Yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. What is the, the best football related Christmas present you've ever received? A ball. <laughs> a soccer ball. It was the, the best that I got. I probably got something else more nicer or, or something that for somebody could be the best gift ever. But for me, the ball was the best present that somebody can give it to me. If you could get a, a, a football present under the tree this year, yeah. ideally, what would you like? Uh, just being here, being in Vancouver White Cups. That's great. Thank yeah. you so much and good luck. Sure. And hope to see you next Thank year. You. Thanks, Nairo. So kind of a heart-tugging way to end our, our last of these Christmas present segments. Listen to Mauro Rosales saying that what his ideal Christmas present would be would be being back with the Whitecaps next season. As it stands just now, doesn't look like he's going to be back. He has taken himself out of the re-entry draft, so whether that is to renegotiate with another team, whether that's to renegotiate with the Whitecaps, there were some rumours out there on Twitter that he was possibly looking to, to go back to some kind of coaching role back in his native Argentina. Although if you listen to our chat with him a couple of episodes ago, he said that he really wanted to kind of stay in MLS. So we'll see what happens with Mauro there. We'd like to have him back. He'd like to be back. Come on, Robbo. Make his ideal Christmas present come true. So if we're doing some of our fun segments in an episode of the podcast, we can't not do one on jam. It's been our staple this year, asking all these players what their favourite jam is, and it's it's caught people's imagination. The, the players seem to like it. People listening to this have said that they seem to like it. And our good friend Harjeet Jahal, she loves the section. So she decided to ask a couple of the players for this special Christmas episode what their favourite jam was. So let's hear now from Mauro Rosales again, and also Pedro Morales. And Har has a... Strange idea of what to do with Pedro's favourite jam. What's your favourite jam? Try.
traffic jam What's wrong with raspberry? What's wrong with plum? How's about a blob of elderberry on a scone? What's your favourite jam? Favourite kind of jam, Moral? Like jam? Bread and like scones and buns. But just oh. if you're sitting down in the kitchen, you got some muffins out, some bread, you go for the blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, what kind of jam? Marmalada. Uh, strawberry, strawberry, I like it, yeah, strawberry, yeah. Favorite, uh, marmalade, marmalade? Marmalade, favorite? Mora. Si. The mora. Uh, uh, blueberry. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite, yeah. Well, when you, you score, maybe the supporters can throw blueberries for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the fight, Jamesy. No, no, no. no. Oh, gracias, good Thank luck. Thank you. Gracias, thanks. What's your favorite jam? So how are they asking Myro and Pedro about their favourite jam? And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of jam getting spread on a lot of things this festive period. But that's it for this episode of the podcast. I'm Michael McCall. You can follow me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. Get in touch with us about anything, whether it's something we've talked about in this podcast or a previous podcast, ideas for future articles or ideas for stuff that we can cover in future episodes. Drop us an email at AFTNCanada at hotmail.com. You can also read all our stuff on AFTN.ca. And I'm the Whitecaps beat reporter for MLSsoccer.com, so check all my stuff out on that. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed putting it together. Always like doing these ones and want to give a big thank you to all the Whitecaps players for answering all our ridiculous questions about Christmas that we started asking them as early as October, believe it or not. So we'll be back on New Year's Day with our special New Year's podcast where we're going to have some 30 Seconds to Mars game show action. So until then, hope you have a wonderful Christmas period, get all the gifts that you are wanting, Spend some time with your loved ones and just enjoy a lot of football on the TV. So as we said, thanks for listening. Take care. Merry Christmas and mourn the caps. Hello everybody, it's Santa here to say to you all, have fun. Lots and lots of jolly fun.